0: The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to Facebook.com slash Penn Highway. That's Facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. Playoffs.
1: playoffs.
0: Playoffs? Playoffs. The Steelers are in the playoffs. Here's, here's what I always come back to. If you went, God forbid, five months ago, if you went into a coma, like in August, and you woke up today, first of all, if I went into a coma, and I woke up, and I said, what day it is, and someone said, January 8th, 2024, the first thing, not, how's my family, what happened, am I okay? The first thing I would ask is, what happened to the Steelers? (laughs) How did they finish?
1: And if you said,
0: you said, well... They finished ten and seven, and they made the playoffs. I'm like, okay, that's what we bought, what we expected. Okay, yeah, yep. you know, I'm sure. Okay, Kenny Pickett had a good year, and hey, Matt Canada, they finally figured out that offense. Yay! It's just, it's just, we've been on such a roller coaster ride, and we had to hope for, we had to hope for Jacksonville sucking to make the playoffs. And, and the bills had to hope for Jacksonville sucking too, or they almost didn't make the playoffs.
1: Well, and I, you know, and I I thought, you know, the two things, I really felt like I felt like the Titans had a chance to beat Jacksonville. I didn't think the Dolphins were going to beat Buffalo and Buffalo last night. Although exactly, you know, it was closer than I thought it was going to be. So um, yeah, it's, it's always a pain in the ass when you, when you can't control your own playoff destiny. Um, and it really goes back, you said the roller coaster ride. Well, the low point of that roller coaster was those three losses to the Cardinals, Patriots, and Colts. Cause had they not done that, they probably don't have to rely on anything yesterday. We're sitting there, maybe could even have even lost the Baltimore game and still made it in, right? So, um, and that's predicated on a horrible quarterback choice. You know, Kenny Pickett gets injured and they go with Mitch, which is horrible. Um, and it cost them, right? So yeah, they got they get in. And 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 really, Joe, if you would have uh, I guess if you took a, what you said and turn it around a little bit and said, "Hey, you wake up out of that coma," and if I were to tell you the Steelers went five and one in the division and didn't and went ten and seven and didn't make the playoffs, I mean, holy crap! You know, I mean, I think all of us to begin the year almost had them going at least three and three, maybe four and two in the division, yeah. and they go five and one. And, and I know one of those wins is against a, a Ravens backup players, I get that, but um, still, they did it. You know, they sweep. Baltimore, they sweep the Bengals and they split with Cleveland. I, I, I mean, I don't know if anybody any of us had them doing that. So they did it. Here they are. Um, it's not Kenny Pickett, it's Mason Rudolph. I, I don't foresee them going with Kenny Pickett, although that's you know, that came as soon as the game was over, that was a debate. And I don't think it should be a debate, but here we are. We have a playoff game Sunday, one o'clock in Buffalo. And I no think chance. it's a game that's winnable. I'm not so I... sure. Kansas City's not been playing well, but I feel like they match up better against us. This Buffalo team can't stop the run. We have a great run game right now. It's going strong. All you need a quarterback to do is go in there Sunday, not turn the ball over, manage a clock, hand the ball off a lot, and rely on your defense. And, and I think they have a shot.
0: Did you see that Bills game against the Dolphins? My yeah. God. <laughs> I don't know how the people... Now, being a Steelers fan, obviously we were not in a coma and we lived through this season. Being a Steelers fan for three quarters of the season was infuriating. I don't care. Ten wins is great. But the way they won some of those games and the way they played and the way that offense performed for... 15 of those games was so infuriating. It was painful watching the games and it just made you angry. And then along comes Mason and they finally go to Mason and all he did. he wasn't great. He just performed the offense the way it's, it was designed and he was an NFL functional quarterback. That's all we wanted. God,
1: crappy weather against a decent defense. Look, I mean, okay, Baltimore sat a lot of its stars, it didn't set them all. You know, Queen was still in there, there's a, a good defensive player still in that game and you know what Mason Rudolph did? <coughs> Excuse me. He set a franchise record yesterday. He had a 90% completion rate. He went 18 for 20 for 15 plus attempts. I mean, it was it was good and if you if you're really tearing down the technicalities of that you know, a lot of the thing against Kenny Pickett was the small hands. So where the small hands comes into play is those type of games. Wet weather, the balls comes out of your hand. Mason Rudolph has those big old, you know, QB hands that a lot of guys are looking for. He held on to the ball, didn't turn the ball over. Uh, you know, he, and he, he managed the game, Joe. And, and to Kenny Pickett's defense, he hasn't turned the ball over much at all this season either. He's been very good at that. So – but I, I think you got to go with him. I ran a poll on Twitter. got a couple hundred votes. It was 81% Mason, 4% Kenny. Um, and I think part of that's probably these idiots that are hating on Kenny. I don't hate on him. I just feel that the only way to go right now is Mason Rudolph. It's the only way to go.
0: Um, Someone said that um, <laughs> they're convinced the only people that are defending Kenny Pickett, the the, the Kenny Colter, just people on Twitter, you don't see, you don't hear, you don't hear any caller saying, you know, defending Kenny and nothing against him. He just, he's just not there now. Mason was where Kenny is now, you know, four years ago. We were saying the same things about Mason. It's like, god, this guy sucks. He doesn't he is just totally clueless. He is oh, yeah. not getting it. He's not a quarterback. He's he just ha- hasn't got it yet. And look at him now because he put in the work. It's, you know, so it's it's not like Kenny is is done. You know, we don't know what's going to happen a- after right. after the, the season. We we don't know whether Mason's going to come back or not. We know we know Kenny will be there and we we definitely know Mitch Trubisky you can'll I'll, I'll drive him to the airport myself. I'll even pay for I'll even pay airport parking just to get him out of town. that's how much that's how much I want him gone um but, but that's all we wanted was a functional offense and we got it. And yeah. uh, you know the, the reason why I bring up you know did you see that Bill's game? Josh Allen and the entire Bill's team, has been a massive roller coaster all year. Sometimes they're amazingly up, and sometimes they're amazingly down, and that's in the same game. My God, how many times yeah. did he throw an end zone a inter- red zone interception, or in the interception in the end
1: zone? I'm not a Bills fan. Uh, I don't mind the Bills though. It's not like I don't. I mean, if, if the Steelers weren't in it, I'd probably throw my weight towards the Bills. You know, I mean, I think, uh, the fan base is great. Uh, we've been up there a couple times. The fan base treats Steeler fans pretty well. Um, my wife, with her job, does a lot with the Bills. Um, actually, pretty good chance we may be going to the game on Sunday at this point. But either here or there. Uh, since we live where we live, and I know I'm a yinzer, but we transport, we've transport, we transplanted a little bit closer up to Erie here. And uh, you get the Bills on TV here all the time. So, you know, all the news affiliates here carry the Bills. So we've seen just about every game. That doesn't make me an expert. What I can tell you is you're 100% correct. And I don't even know if it's so much a roller coasters. It's it's been shoddy almost every game. You know, Josh Allen has been mistake prone. He was mistake prone yesterday. Fumbled the ball. He's gonna. He's gonna. There's a. I'd say 90 percent chance he turns over the ball at least once on Sunday. And if the Seals are gonna win this game, they got to figure out how to take advantage of those turnovers. They've got to. You know, I don't care if it's a field goal or a touchdown, preferably a touchdown. But Josh Allen's gonna make mistakes. Can you capitalize on those mistakes? That's gonna be part of that game. The key to key to winning on Sunday. I can
0: see. I, I I think I saw the latest line is Bills by ten or something like that, which to nine me is nine and a half.
1: As right before we went on air, here is nine and a half. Is
0: which, that's just funny? That's yeah. funny. I think the Steelers have a a, a pro. Maybe maybe a little less than a fifty percent chance to win this, but I could easily see scenarios where all where they win this, where they eat up time, you know, dominate on the ground eat up time cause turnovers uh just just play just play mistake free football and let Josh Allen make all the mistakes and yeah you, you know against a very injured uh dolphins team that maybe didn't give a crap whether they won or lost they they were able to eke out a win but that, that's a dangerous I
1: mean, well, they're in the same boat as we are. You know, we're not going to have T.J. Watt, obviously. They're missing their top linebacker, who's a huge presence on that defense. And, yeah, you're right. On it. Uh, and funny, it, it did not work out this way. But if you look through the playoffs, I feel we can beat the Bills. I think we could beat the Dolphins. I think we could give the Chiefs a run for their money. I mean, Kansas City, it, there's not the Kansas City the last two to three years. Those, those receivers drop balls. They're in disarray. Uh, I think Cleveland – and Baltimore would be our toughest matchups, and of course, Houston knocked the crap out of us, you know, earlier in the year. Um, so I'm not sure how I would like about us matchup against Houston, and I'm not so sure, sure that the Texans might not upset Cleveland, um, you know, coming up here. So it's interesting, Joe, how all all like you said, you know, there's a couple of weeks ago it, it's you and and, uh, and, and Angie, or Angela and I, and I'm, I'm pouring vodka in the blender, you know, like that meme, you know, from the '70s show. Uh, and we thought it was over. I, a lot of us were saying we don't think they're going to win another game, maybe one. And here we are, 10-7. and seven. Um, Yeah, and, and I – not to get into the Kenny Pickett debate, but I, I can't I, – you can't ignore the fact that Mason Rudolph has been a part of that turnaround. I mean, you just can't. He's he's come in. Again, he hasn't thrown for 400 yards a game. That's fine. But he's managed the game well. He's thrown the ball down well. I mean, he, everything he's done is done very, very well. And to this point, there is, I'm not gonna lie though, there's a piece of me that's scary. Cause you do, like you said, you think about two years ago. And you're like, oh my God, are we really going into playoffs with Mason Rudolph? So there's a bit of there is a bit of hesitation there, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um I got one name for you that I heard today, Nick Foles. Yep. <laughs> Nick I know Foles. Nick Foles that one year went on an amazing run. You know, and he's nobody's saying that Nick Foles is the next Patrick Mahomes, but hey, Mason Mason might pull it off. And hey, the guy is the guy was fighting for his career in the NFL, and now he might be fighting for a big
1: freaking payday if he has a good playoff run. Yeah, no, he, uh, no, no kidding. Um, I and you're right, I, I probably if they do that, I don't think Rudolph's back. Um, I, I definitely don't think I think we need a new punter, but we'll get to that you know, whenever the season ender podcast or pre preseason or whatever. But um, that does scare me. Buffalo is very good on special teams. You saw them take a punt back yesterday against a decent Dolphin special teams. Um, they're going to be on their a game. We can't have Harvin, you know, putting that Josh Allen and in them. You know, in in decent field position, because as many mistakes as Josh Allen makes, he's an incredible athlete. Uh, I have never seen a quarterback, including Elway, Cunningham, that runs with just unabridged. He has no fear. I mean, he just goes. I think he has what ten or fifteen touchdowns this year. I forget it was. The I mean, it's insane. He doesn't care. He barely slides. He's gonna knock you on your ass. He will run. He will pick up the downs. And when he's on, he's on. Uh, so Josh Allen. I know he makes mistakes, but if you're putting the bills, you know, 35 or 40 yard line, we're going to get, we're going to get our clocks cleaned. You can't yeah. give him that.
0: Yeah. I have no, the only reason Harvin still has a job is because he's the holder on field goals. That's <laughs> it because it ain't for his punning. that's for darn sure. That guy, that guy, him and um, uh, Mitch and Harvin, I got, I got room. I got, I got room in my car. I could I could I could fit I could fit five I could fit seven <laughs> maybe seven if people sit in the back seat but I'll I'll take all of them to the airport if uh, yeah Mitch Mitch and Harvin they they could go um Josh Allen is an absolute freak um the Dolphins um defensive coordinator Vic Fangio said last week he said he's John Elway on steroids no I don't think so I there is no comparison for Josh Allen. I've never seen anybody like this dude. Like you like you said, no. the, he's not, he's not just a running back. He's not just a running quarterback. He's a dude. Yeah. He's a dude that basically would say, yeah, I'll run you over and I'll have no problem with it. He's basically, their leading running back, you know, and, and people say that about Lamar Jackson as well. He's a, he's a running back too. He, they run completely different. Lamar won't run you over. He'll just fly by you. And he's just such a yeah. good runner, but, but, but yeah, Josh Allen is just amazing. And if he could just figure out how to not make stupid throws,
1: the guy would be amazing. He had, I think he had 44 touchdowns this year.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a guy on the hot seat too, too there. When you're looking at Sean McDermott, I mean, if the bills are one and done, if we beat the bills, I think McDermott's done on Monday i really do i mean you saw black monday today you saw a couple coaches already got fired i mean that whole thing with the saints and the falcons uh that was just
0: oh that's that was funny that was i mean yeah
1: you know and and uh so yeah i mean i i think if if the if the bills lose to us i think mcdermott's out next week uh without without well you know the week after he's out he's gone but yeah you know um they fired their offensive coordinator earlier in the season, you know, trying to, to make up for that, and 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 they they've kind of resurrected the ship. At one point, they were six and six and sitting just like we were, saying, "Yep, we're not going to win another game." And a lot of people were writing the bills up. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And, and again, it kind of came down to yesterday with seeing where they were going to be or how they were going to be seated. So, yeah, it's not like uh, we're going again against this juggernaut, and it's not like we're coming in as a suck fest either. I mean, we put together a few wins. We're doing okay. Um, one thing though, know that environment, I will tell you this in, in the, all, the, the many times I've been to Buffalo, including the Winter Classic, um, uh, the first one, the best one ever, uh, Orchard Park is a great venue. It's loud, it reminds me of Three Rivers Stadium, uh, which, too, I always say to my Bills fans, they're building this new stadium just like they did with Heinz Field, right? It's like right there in the parking lot. It's like, hopefully, it's the same because that, that is a raunchous, loud, rowdy fun crowd great fan base and they'll be there and they will be ready.
0: I, I, I'd say out of everyone um out of like all the teams that aren't Steelers um fans that, that I that I follow and follow me it's 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 Bill's um it's Bill's mafia. Um I'm friends with with a lot of those um uh, fans it is an amazing fan base they are intense they are I might get emotional because, um, anytime there's anytime, basically anytime there's an there's an opportunity to to donate to a charity, they they just make up excuses to donate to a charity. (laughs) That one year that um just like at the beginning of the Josh Allen era, um they needed they needed Cincinnati who sucked at the time to beat Baltimore and everybody said oh there's no way that's going to happen and Cincinnati pulled off the upset and it was Andy Dalton who was still the quarterback and for for to show appreciation they donated to Andy Dalton's charity and like you know pumped like you know tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars into his charity right. to show appreciation they they, they are it is such a wonderful fan base and they are intense and um they're they're passionate um, it's amazing. But the Bills team, you mentioned the quarterback, the the, uh, the coach might get fired. The expectations on this team, this isn't that you know, the beginning of the Josh Allen era. It's like, oh, we'll see what happens. They were expected to go to the Super Bowl, they almost made it to the Super Bowl last year and they got screwed. They keep getting screwed in the playoffs, and they said this is the year, Super Bowl or bust, and they almost didn't even make the playoffs. They have enormous yeah. pressure on them, and I think I hope the Steelers can use that to their advantage. Because look at what happened. What was it? Um, I think last year. Well, I think that was the year the um, this the Bengals went into uh, uh, Buffalo. I, I could be wrong about that, but but um, you know they they have enormous pressure on them, and they're at home. If the Steelers can punch them in the mouth and like
1: go out to
0: an early lead or something like that, they might go into panic mode.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's a really good point because they they've struck we've saw them lose to the Jets earlier this year. And, and that that Jets, you can make fun of the Jets all you want. That Jets defense is solid. It's a really good team. And they had trouble with them, right? I mean, they had trouble with the Patriots a little bit. We did too. That defense, the Patriots have a defense that is, believe it or not, it's no joke. It's it's a tough defense. And and you're right, the the, the narrative too with the Bills, the last couple of years that they've run into some saws. The Chiefs have been red hot. The Bengals red hot and it seemed like the bills just could not get over those two teams well the chiefs you know or the, the bengals fell apart this year they still finished nine and eight but they were just a shell of what they used to be the chiefs are somewhat of, uh, almost an enigma I'm not sure what happened there uh it's fallen apart a little bit um i guess mahomes has that kind of mentality where he may just pour all together here in the playoffs so i wouldn't be surprised if he did um they've been getting better play out of Isaac Pacheco and stuff like that but still um, this would have been a year the Bills could have done it. And yet they, like you said, they stumbled through the regular season. But the AFC, I think, is, other than the 49ers, is far superior to the NFC. It's been a bloodbath. I mean, look at us, the AFC North, all uh, first time since 1935 or 1933, where every team finished above 500. Uh, it's been insane. Uh, you know, almost every team you played was was tough, including that AFC South, the Jags at one point, the Colts, the Texans um it's been you know the Raiders have have been showing some promise so yeah man I mean they could have easily come out of this with only three or two losses this year but it wasn't that year so the only way you look at that is the same way you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers either all this struggle and strife might make you stronger and ready for this and give you some grit or you're gonna die by it too you know and and that could easily happen I mean the Steelers who knows you know that we're telling you right now. It's been a roller coaster ride. I mean, are, is the last couple of weeks going to show up, or are we going to revert back to, you know, Deontay walking off the field, not making blocks, you know, the offensive line falling apart, and and Mason making bad throws? You just don't know. You don't know. I mean, it's well, really interesting
0: when when things were at their lowest after they lost to Indianapolis and. Everyone was angry and Pickens had a bad attitude and Deontay had a bad attitude and Najee was mad. And it was just, it was just a mess. But compared to where we were at that point, at their low point to where they are now, got to credit Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah. He creates some of these problems, but he solves them too. You know, you, you might kick him when he's down and he deserves it, but he he also brought them the 10 and 7. He has he has a part in this. And yeah, you just you just gotta credit the dude.
1: Yeah, you do to a point. I still feel like you know what we could be a two-seed almost if we you know don't lose those three games. Uh conceivably we could be a two-seed. But again, like you said, water under the bridge, last couple of weeks, they've been able to pull things together tomlin has been a part of that and deserves credit for it and here we are so um and it would be just like a pittsburgh Steeler kind of a thing or even a mike Tollman kind of a thing when we're all ready to say he needs to be gone this is it this was the final straw and he pulls off a couple wins and we end up in like the afc championship game which i don't think we'd win but, uh, again, I mean – and we said – I remember, Joe, we talked about this. Really, it was a great great show. Maybe one of the best shows of the year was the first show. All the shows have been good. But I thought that the success would be for me that they can make it and win one or two playoff games. I'd be very satisfied with the season. No matter how they did it or even if they got – the dream would be get to the SC title game. Expectations, not getting the Super Bowl at all. I say it's a successful season. And here I am. If they win a Sunday and maybe find another way to win again – been a good season can't you're right it's been a hell of a way to get here (laughs) it really has you know it's it's not been a typical when tomlin did have playoff runs very different uh when coward did it you know and stuff like that but here we are
0: (laughs) are let's say they lose against the bills Would this season still be considered a success
1: no, I, I, they got to win a playoff game. I, I that I'll stick by, I've stuck by that. No matter again, no matter how what they got there, they can't just get to the playoffs and lose again. They've got to win. Yeah, you know, they got to show something. Um, and I think they need to do that more than you they realize. Uh, a playoff win against the Bills and they lose the next week, at least you can say you have something to build on. Because again, we talked about this last week. I don't know where the hell they go from here. You know, whether they win or lose on Sunday or whenever the season ends, uh, unless it's the Super Bowl. What are we doing? A quarterback? You're right. Kenny Pickett's yeah. back. Mitch is probably gone. If we do make it that far, Mason's probably gone. Um, you saw Justin Fields, who's been a strong rumor to come here. You saw him yesterday, basically checking out of Chicago, which was kind of a surprise. He was basically saying goodbye. Um, who knows? Who knows if they bring Kyler Murray here or or uh, Fields? I mean, it's really going to be one of the more interesting off seasons ever. Uh, offensive life so I <laughs> don't
0: know. Well, it'll be the second <laughs> off season for Omar Khan and Andy Widler. Yep. So, and the first off season I would say was a rousing success, considering the free agent people in the in the draft that they had. So that makes it very, um,
1: yeah, uh, promising. um no, Great point.
0: So because- we'll see, but 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 you know, like 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 you said. Where do we go? You look at the situation and yeah, this whole Mason Rudolph thing, it's cute. But nobody's thinking this is our guy for the next 10 years. No. no. Kenny was supposed to be our guy for the next 10 years and right. so far that has been a disaster. So yeah, where do we go? That is your most important position and that's why we were in such a horrible situation because because they struck out twice on the on the quarterback position. So yeah.
1: And I I still feel like I'm 50/50 on whether, you know, Kenny's still the guy. You know, I I, I mean, cuz to your point last week, Mason's doing these things with mostly the same offensive coordinator and game plan. You know, and um, you know, I I just don't know. Uh, I, I they're going to give Kenny a chance. But, you know, if they bring somebody in, I, I don't know. I think it, it's set up for a tremendous amount of fun drama. Um, so we'll see. And then you know, you talked about the job Omar Khan did. Well, we're not going to have T.J. Watt Sunday. That's a concern. And I know – I mean, I feel much better about it because it's Herbig. I think he could have a great game. But nobody, nobody replaces T.J. Watt. He's – in my mind, he's Defensive Player of the Year again. You're going to hear all this crap again about Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's probably going to win it somehow. Because they're ready to give Stefanski the coach of the year. I've been seeing that everywhere. I don't think it's him. I think it's Dan Campbell from the Lions. Uh, or I'd probably give it to the guy or from the Houston. Houston. Yeah, those would be my first two. And then and then Stefanski maybe third. But um, T.J. Watt's a concern. You know, I mean, he – the last couple times they played the Bills, he has beat the tar out of them. I mean, he has been a force. He's turned that game around. Um, not having T.J. Watt's going to hurt. Can we overcome that? I don't know.
0: It's funny because, you know, the the T.J. Watt versus Miles Garrett debate has been raging for months now. Right. And right. we're like, T.J. Watt is so valuable. T.J. Watt is the best. He's a defensive player. He's so good. Now that he's not going to play next week, like, you know, that's okay. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll just – but we're getting Minka back. Like, no, that's not the same thing. That's not, no. that's not nearly the same thing.
1: Um. <laughs> It's not the same thing, although getting him and KZ – you know, KZ's going to be pissed off. Yeah. Um, you know, and I I, I didn't see if Rowe's going to be back or not. I think Rowe's going to be back. So those are guys that could turn the game around by picking off picking, uh, <clears throat> picking off Josh Allen. But to your point, none of them added all together add up to T.J. Watt. I mean, it's just yeah. – it's T.J. Watt. It's like here's not going into a game with Lawrence Taylor or Reggie White – or you know, Derek Thomas is that kind of a thing.
0: Um, I think the way to uh counteract losing TJ Watts is blitzes. Um I basically uh Terrell Austin and Mike Tomlin, whoever is on that defensive staff, has to come up with a game plan of their lives. And it sucks. It sucks because this is the first game without him. So we don't know how to adjust. It's not like this happened in November and we, you know, we learned to adjust from it. You're gonna have to figure it out on the fly. But you gotta come up with something. You know, not one person is gonna take the 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 spot of of TJ Watt. That means that means they're going to um, basically neutralize They're going to double the hell out of uh, high Smith. So he's not going to be effective. So you're not going to get the pass rush that you've been relying on. You got to do it another way. I don't know. They, they got to, I know they have, you know, or, Poor Orlando Roberts Roberts. He can't hold his arm, you know, and he's out there. He's out there busting his ass. And he right. can't even lift yep. his his arm, but he's still out there. But they're they are very deficient at inside linebacker. They gotta do something to stop. Um, that tight end Kincaid, they gotta do something this time. I I'm not worried about um Stefan Diggs because I think he's hurt. And I think basically you just yeah. tell Joey Porter Jr. you go, you go, you go follow that guy. Hopefully that'll take him out. And then hopefully right. they'll figure out, hey, you know, do something about the, the tight end. So hopefully, but then you then you have um you know Josh Allen running for 300 yards or something like that. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I don't know what what, but they're gonna have to get creative when it comes to a defensive game plan to stop the bills.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, I mean, Sam Highsmith could have a big game, but you're right. They'll probably double them up. So that leaves her big. And, and, you know, we're banged up so bad. And I think Watt being out is probably a big factor as to why it's nine and a half, you know, when it, when you're not having a, you know, defensive player of the year or contender, whatever a guy that has 19 sacks and leads the NFL this year um, that's going to be part of that. But yeah, they got to figure out a way to come overcome that and uh, plan a really good game. They got to scheme well. Don't get penalized. You know, there's one thing. One thing you got to knock Porter on is he's handsy. You know, and and Diggs will probably try to find a way to draw that out of him one or two plays on Sunday. And I can see that happening. Hopefully, it's not where it's you know going to put them in the red zone or, or something like that. But still, yeah, th- there's a lot. It's a tall order. Uh, I know the Bills haven't exactly been you know a two lost team this year, but. It's a tall order going in there in a Buffalo Sunday against that team. It just is. It's a very good defensive team, too. Um, that's part of the reason it really turned that around. At 6-6, six and six, they started playing lights out on defense. Um, and so can Mason Rudolph and this team overcome that? And that, that's going to be a big part of that. Jalen Warren uh, needs to come bounce back. Didn't have a great game against Baltimore. I have no, no, no doubt that he will. But um, overall, they're 28th against the run. So again, the recipe for the team is ball control. You know, Mason's just got to manage a game. He doesn't, shouldn't have to win it. Don't throw any picks. And I think they have a chance at beating the Buffalo Bills.
0: They they uh, apparently what Buffalo likes to do in, on defense is basically run their nickel defense all the time, which basically invites the run, which really leads to the Steelers' strength, and that is one thing. Yes, Mason has been better. Mason's we got better quarterback play for Mason, but <laughs> these past three weeks, the the running backs, Najee and Jalen Ward, especially Najee, has just been running it down people's throats and that is so that is that is so valuable just just eating the clock you know you don't have to worry about the the defense um whether the defense is going to do if the defense isn't on the field if you're if you're if you're running on the clock and eating up the clock and eating up yards the whole time so yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the offensive game.
1: line has been great against the run. The offensive line's been playing a lot better against the run these last couple of weeks too, Joe. So you got to give them credit as well. Pass blocking still kind of iffy, but yeah. Um, so yeah, the the ingredients are there. Can they bring that all together and make something that's actually, you know, playable? And that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the key. That it really is. Um no. and I think it, it is asking a lot, but it's not asking the impossible either.
0: Here is the forecast for Sunday, cool. which is laughable because most weather people can't get tomorrow right. But still, <laughs> Sunday high of twenty four, low of twenty one, windy, twenty mile per hour winds. That is, that's not good for throwing the ball around or kicking, or kicking. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh,
1: that thing. Horrible.
0: Uh, Well, I'm just thinking of Scott Norwood for some reason, but I mean, (laughs) Oh, oh, well, there we go. Yeah. um, But, but that's the one thing that shocks me about Buffalo is you are a upstate New York team. That is a high flying attack. Like, bro, that doesn't fly in January guys. The kind of, you know, you, they yeah. never like, why did they never get like, uh, you know, a bruising running back to, to, to go in there. Instead, they have this, you know, cook is nice. Cook Cook is a, is a good uh, running back, but he's tiny, he, you know, like, why didn't you, why didn't you get a, a bruising, uh, you know, like a heavy run attack or something like that to help your, your awesome franchise quarterback? I don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you look at what all those years with Jim Kelly did, you know, with Andre Reid, and he had some great you know, receivers there. But you're right. They had Thurman Thomas, and then he had, they had Kenneth Davis, too, would pound it right up the middle and yeah. hit you in the jaw. So you're right. It was kind of a balance attack there. So, yeah, uh, I mean, some of those quarterbacks can can kind of power through that. I know Josh Allen throws a great ball. Um, he's used to that. You're right. You know, and he might know how to read that a little bit. It's kind of like Boz had all those – a lot of our kickers, Sam Suisham, had a lot of success at home in Heinz Field when a lot of the kickers struggled. So no matter what it is, the Bills kind of have that, you know, figured out to a point, but you're right. Uh, 28 degrees and, and 20 mile an hour winds is, is going to make a difference um, in both the kicking and, and, and the quarterback play. And that's where you hope we got to come through somehow. And that might be one of those deals. Maybe it's going to be a kicking game. I, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised by anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the thing. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I'm not a betting man, but I I can't I can't see the Steelers losing by ten. I just can't. I could I could see him losing. No. I can't see him losing by ten. Oh man, that's basically saying blowouts. I I don't
1: see them losing by ten, but like I said, this year you just never know. It's like you know, remember that Texans game. Um, I wouldn't have seen them getting blown out by the Texans either. And they they did, you know, and and um you saw the Bills. I mean, a couple couple of their wins they did, they 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 blew the crap out of Miami uh you know a couple year, weeks ago. I mean it was like 48 to 14 or whatever it was. So I just don't know. You know, um the weather you're right probably prohibits it from being a high scoring game. But um I uh, protecting the football is is I think numero uno. If they don't protect the football Sunday, you can't do that with you can't do that with Josh what said Jim Kelly. You can't do that with Josh Allen in that offense. Uh no matter what kind of a day Josh Allen's having you've got to protect that football. That's number one, then you got to protect Mason and a running backs and allow them to do that. So a lot, again, on the offensive line, too, going into this game.
0: So after they beat uh, the Bills, then we have to – I guess they play the winner of the Kansas City-Miami game. Um, I don't know what is going on with Kansas City this year. I I think it is very simple. I think their wide receivers are so suck-ass that – and and you know what? I also think – I also think Kelsey is getting old. Um, sorry, guys, it has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. I mean, although Bob was dating a billionaire, I might be a little distracted too. But, <laughs> but I think I think it's just a simple matter of they just did not give Mahomes the weapons, and I don't know what's and it's going to be really interesting because Tyreek Hill is coming back to Kansas City. Oh, yep. oh, oh. now yeah, that, that's. They were saying that the, the the Kansas city weather is going to be horrific uh, when they play this weekend. So that could be interesting. I want to see, I want to see those uh, South, those uh, South Florida guys um, dealing with, with very cold uh, Kansas city weather. And Kansas city is a very tough place to play. So maybe that'll give the chiefs an advantage, but
1: yeah, I I think Kansas city is probably the number one place to play. It's tough. I mean, it's just, it's so loud. It's insane. And the fans are, again, is equally as passionate, if not almost maybe more than Buffalo. But still, yeah, um, if it turns into a ground game there, you know, Dolphins have a, a cane back. He's been good. And then, you know, Pachenko, who, again, um, the Chiefs have a decent little trio of running backs as well, with, you know, uh, Pachenko re- leading the way there. But still, you're right. Uh, the receiver's been horrible. How many Chiefs games have we watched this year where they dropped key touchdown passes? They dropped everything, uh, you know, to the point where, you know, Mahomes um, was just kind of had it. He was getting pissed. Yeah. He lost it. Um, he lost it on that bad call when he, he got into, is uh, it the bills? I don't. It I mean, was against the bills. It was it yeah. was against the
0: bills was, where, the bills. where Kelsey had that music city miracle throw and right. it was beautiful, but then it got called off because the dummy was off sides.
1: Yeah. And that, that's kind of a thing too, where like you, we've said this, we said this year that Tomlin has lost the team and it seemed like, you know, uh, chiefs have been lost the uh, same way. And, I don't know. Uh, I think you're right though. I mean, it, it brings up an interesting thing. If they can get by the Bills and they play one of those two teams, I think one of those two teams is is beatable. So you just yeah, I, I think this know. is
0: I think I think I think yeah, I think <laughs> Kansas City is very beatable. Um and I'm telling you what, I think I think that the Steelers have the formula now. This is what they've wanted to do all year, is grounded pound and with a good defense. And if if they could get by Buffalo, they get TJ Watt back, hopefully. And maybe. he's gonna
1: come in like the Hulk. You know, if he if he comes back, it's like, hey, if that defense is able to stay in there for me, yeah, fight for the team and, and you know do it without me and, and whatever, uh, he's gonna come in there absolutely just fired up and ready to go in that in that second game, if they can get there.
0: And then you have the Browns against Houston <laughs> in Houston. Now the Browns destroyed Houston. Uh, like a month ago or something like yeah, that, so right. um, and then you would have the Browns, Joe Flacco against the Ravens. Oh my god. Uh, please, please, I want to see that. Oh my god,
1: that would, be, that would be worth watching for sure.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, yep, I know. I, I like the Steelers chances against the, the Browns again. And I like the Steelers chances against the Ravens, even though they look amazing right now. It doesn't matter what happened this, this Saturday that that really wasn't the Ravens, but still even you know every time, I mean, what Lamar Jackson is what two and four, one and four against the
1: Steelers. So I know I, I just have to think though, Joe, if you do think back to that one win and, and honestly, the Kenny Pickett wasn't bad in that Ravens game. He actually had a decent game that people forget. And, and actually, technically a better statistical game than mason rudolph in 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 a few ways but still um those ravens receivers including zay flowers in particular dropped a lot of key passes uh we were we were a few drop passes away from being nine and eight this year in that ravens game in particular and zay flowers is arguably been probably one of the hotter receivers in the last three weeks in the nfl so get a week off I, i don't know um I get you. There's something about it. There's something about the rivalry. That's part of it. If they can get that far, though, I don't know. The don't Ravens know.
0: look unstoppable right now. And I've they, gone on the record as saying that really the only two teams that can beat the Ravens are the Browns and the Steelers because we're familiar with them. And we, we've we fought yeah. those wars. But, yeah, the Ravens look amazing I mean, right this now. This
1: Ravens team went up and kicked the crap out of Detroit in Detroit. And then they kicked the crap out of the 49ers in San Francisco,
0: who were the clear, well, who were the clear number one right. team.
1: So and they just I, stomped them. Yeah. I think Baltimore's that team where, you know, we'll see it. That, I, I think they're that team that nobody really wants to play, you know, um, except for us, except yeah. for the Browns. Like you said, it's a great point there on your end. Great point that there's two teams that will be like, yeah, we'll take them. And that's Cleveland and that's Pittsburgh.
0: You know, it's one thing. It's one thing to make the playoffs, and we go, you know, you, to go back to Tomlin. And the reason why people are so against Tomlin is because, um, I, I heard someone say today that the the you know GMs in sports say the last thing you want to do is be in the middle all the time. When you're in the middle, yeah. you're just stuck. You know, you get the okay players. So then you keep you know, you get good players, not great players. So then you go, you know, nine and eight or 10 and seven again. And then you may maybe make the playoffs, but then you lose in the first round. And then you do the same thing over <laughs> and over and over again. And that's what we've been doing. We've been stuck in this cycle for how many years now? Six years where we were either barely make the playoffs and then I get stomped or we make the or we don't make the playoffs at all and it's just this middle this middle ground so yeah,
1: that's they got to improve on that joke is that you're right about that and, and stomped is a great word because the last three losses have been by they've given up over 40 points in those three losses and that's just that's not Steeler football it's not what we we want to see um that's where again that's kind of me on a knock on tomlin he's a defensive guru hasn't been that way the last couple of times. So once again, I think they have to win. Now, if they lose 14 to 13 or 17-13 or something like that, okay. But if if the Bills are able to go in and do what they haven't been able to do lately and lay 35 or 42 on us, and it's a blowout, man, I, I think you're back at square one with Tom and like, hey man, I know all he does is win, but here we are again. Against the Bills, you know, he's kind of coming in struggling and they beat the crap out of us. Yeah.
0: And it, it's just funny. It's just funny. And it's the same thing, too. The national media loves Tomlin. It's like, right. how dare you? How dare you even think about criticizing him? You are disgusting if you think that. And it's like, look around. Is that what you want? Is that what you want to go 9-8 and eight and 10-7 and every year and get stomped? We want more than that. Every team wants more than that. Yeah, if your team sucks all the time and you and you and you want some success, oh, because all we have is some success. What is this?
1: Yeah, it's been a long time, and that's and I, and again, you know, getting back into that Tomlin thing. It's, I mean, I I know, I, I know the winning and everything, but when you peel it back, it's not all there like everyone says it is. You know, and I'm not even talking about comparing the Bill Cow or Chuck Knoll, or whoever. It's it's not as good as, you, as it looks like on the surface. And that's what we said. I'm sticking to my guns, Joe. I know that we're in a bit of a quarterback conundrum. But this year, they've got to go and win a playoff game or two. They've got to. If they don't, and you can start making excuses. Well, Kenny was hurt. Mace was a backup quarterback. T.J. Wall was out. I know, I know, I know. But... Every
0: team is dealing with injuries. Yeah. Every single team is yeah. not only dealing with them, is decimated by, by hey, injuries. It,
1: the Browns are on their the fourth four, quarterback. They, they lost arguably the best running back in the NFL and Chubb in a week. What was that against us? Two, three? Yeah. I mean, they've been yeah. able to find a way. And, they, they you know, I mean, I would say they're probably in that top three of, of the better teams in the AFC right now. I, so I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. I – yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, 2021 playoffs. That's when they barely made it, and they got stomped by the Chiefs, 42-21, and even it wasn't even that close. The 2020 playoffs. That was the COVID year against the Browns. Against they lost to Baker Mayfield, and they yeah. didn't even have their coach. That was so yeah. weird how they allowed Baker Mayfield to just destroy them. I, 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 I that that goes beyond belief and then in 2017 was the 40 was the Jacksonville Jaguars when they let Blake Bortles stomp them. What the heck is going on? What is going on with this this playoff performance?
1: Yeah no I I hear you. Uh and that's that's the thing. I mean they need to turn it around at some point Joe and and I know that again I mean again no matter what they need to find a way to win Sunday. You know, that's going to show me something. Go into Buffalo, beat Buffalo, your nine-and-a-half-point dogs. Go in there, beat them, go next week, and maybe, in, again, I think you have a chance to beat one of those two teams. That's going to show me something. They just go in and fold yeah. again or lose by three touchdowns, then it's still the same old Steelers, the same old Mike Tomlin yeah. Steelers for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And with all that said – pittsburgh's going to the super bowl we got a feeling that's all i've been pittsburgh. that's all it's been in my head for like the past two days is that 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 great <laughs> that great clip of just this the fans singing that you know the, oh, i know i mean
1: gets coming up and then um i i never forget and it's always fun because like kdk and uh, that whole pittsburgh thing or you know pxi wta they're all getting in and Going around, there's all these, you know, pop ups, you know, uh, local Yinzer bands that are they come up with their own Steeler playoff song. You know, there was one I forget, oh. I mean, it was so bad, but they're like playing it. Like, I think Clark's, it's like Steelers oh. are back big time. And like David Highfield's sitting there, like, going, oh my god, these guys are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the Steeler cookies at uh, Giant Eagle, It's oh. it's all the you know, that stuff I miss so much, and you know what it's like, and you know what those parades were like. I was at both of them, Um, and it's just, you know, um, this fan base is hungry, deserves it, and uh, you'd like to see him get there, but we- uh, although there is, and it's funny, I don't know how you and I got on this early in the year, but here we are, and it does have a little bit of a taste so that 89 Steelers team, I don't know why mm. they beat the Oilers, they damn near beat the Broncos, uh, that year, you know, and yeah, you know, it just they had went had-
0: into a hostile Houston Astrodome with a damn good Oilers team with Warren Moon, that was an all star team, and with a- a Jerry Glanville, who is dirty as hell, oh, yeah, and and they go in and beat and that was the team that was the 89 team that lost 51 to nothing to the Browns and 41 to 10 to the Bengals to start the year. Yep. And and they were able to make the playoffs and yeah, they almost yep. beat the John Elway and the Broncos in Denver. In Denver. I remember that. I yeah. remember Bobby Brister Pulling up Merrill Hodge like toward the <laughs> end of the game. It's like, come on, let's get going. I think they lost 23-17. Don't yeah, ask 24-17. me what I had for breakfast this morning. I have no idea. Yeah. But I remember every detail about the 89- 89 yeah. season 30, 35 years ago, and I still remember that.
1: Right, and I don't know why, but there is a tinge to it. And I, that tinge to me is it's not a – until they play or if they were to play Baltimore – I don't think it's a daunting task. I think the bills are beatable. I think the chiefs and the dolphins are beatable. Um, the Browns, it, it's a 50, 50 shot. Like you said, we're familiar with them. I don't know. I, I, I sit there and say it's 50, 50. If we get the Browns, the Texans spanked us pretty good earlier. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'd like a matchup against the Texans. I don't think they play well with them and in a Baltimore. I, I don't, I don't see us beating them. but it's all there. It's all there to make that little 89 run. And, um, We might be going on here the next couple of weeks with, we don't know how, but they did it. And I can see that very well happening.
0: When we started the year, we said, oh, my God, the AFC is stacked. The Chiefs. You know, they won the Super Bowl. Mahomes is, you know, the Chiefs are going to be uh, uh, unbeatable. The Bengals, Joe Burrow, they're going to be unbeatable. Look at the Bills. They're they're never going to lose a game. Um, oh, the Ravens might be good. Oh, my God. Like, the, Dolphins. Like, the, Dolphins. The, Dolphins, yeah, the Dolphins are going to yep. be amazing. There, there's no way. The AFC, there's no way any team is going to, you know, get past all them. And now look at them now. Almost every single one of those teams is very good beatable including the chiefs so well, this a lot of, is
1: a lot, yeah well, a lot of experts had the Jacksonville jaguars having a number one yes team. yes yeah, you know? oh, and, totally i remember that um, yeah and that's and i that was just part of that you know that colts team was stingy this year uh the texans came out of nowhere you know uh and the titans ended up giving them a game and and there you have it they don't even make the playoffs so i mean they just crumbled after disrespecting the terrible towel i might add <laughs> um they crumbled after that Were they go three and six or something after that or four and four and five i think i don't know it was horrible don't disrespect the terrible talent Nat, oh
0: please. my god every <laughs> single time yeah. when have you not somebody said today they should make it part of um rookie orientation training for every team it's like listen this is the terror. This thing is a terrible towel. Don't you dare disrespect it because it will it will ruin our season. It will ruin our franchise. Jacksonville crumbled after that. Um, t- t- Tennessee, that one year,
1: crumbled. That one year. The Bengals, probably the most the famous. The Bengals. TJ Hushman He yeah, he, he wiped community. his shoe with yep. it. Yep. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't you man. dare
0: do it. It's not just a little fan towel. It has a legacy, okay. It has meaning, right? And yes, yes. And if you mess with it, you're cursed. We've seen that over and over again. Yeah, you don't, you don't mess with that. You don't mess with that towel. Look what happened to the Jaguars. Love that. All right,
1: yep. yep, I love it too. I love it too. I think. I, mean- I think even
0: that jackass um, jag off player said something like, "Oh, they, they went, they." they- they are in their little towels. Yeah, who's crying now, bro? Do you need a Do you need a towel to cry with, bro?
1: Yeah, idiots. <laughs> right. Well, for- <sighs> thankfully Jacksonville's not on the schedule next year. <laughs> um, so I mean, finally. But I mean, that's why it's funny. that Jacksonville. I don't know if you looked at it. I did. Um, so Jacksonville, the tw- their official Twitter account yesterday posted the final score yinzers were in there like freaking <laughs> they were all over their shit there's one of the, there was a, a jaguar fans, Like, wait a minute like we like you guys why are you guys so mad at us and like you don't understand you just don't understand I mean, it,
0: was a, it was a weird dynamic because
1: the the, the that
0: tennessee jacksonville game if jacksonville lost Three teams were extremely happy. Houston was happy because they would have won the the AFC South. The Steelers would have been happy because they made the playoffs, and the Bills would be happy because they made the playoffs. Never have seen
1: one team losing brought (laughs) so much joy to the the country. I know. Yeah. Yep. They were – I forget. I think it was 77. And the Steelers, you know, they they made it into the playoffs that year, but they struggled. They needed the Oilers. I believe it was the Oilers. They needed the Oilers to beat – yeah. I don't know if it was Seattle or somebody in a final game of the year, and they did it. And so I guess it was um, it was Moon Mullins or it may have been um, Frenchie. But they, no, I don't think it was Frenchie. I think Frenchie left after 75. Anyway, whoever it was organized, they bought every single member of the Oilers back then, which is a big deal, uh, a leather briefcase, you know, yeah. one of the locking ones with the leather cup holder and everything in it. And every, every single Oiler got a you know, travel professional levy. and they're uh, bound you know suitcase and, and everything and, and uh, you where... gotta wonder like you said with the bills donating like
0: yeah we need do, to do something What are the we... stealers...
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: now I got I got in trouble for this because um uh someone uh, I guess there was a story said permane is do- is donating sandwiches to the uh to the to the titans for uh for uh, <laughs> And my my comment was, haven't they suffered enough? Sorry, I'm not the biggest fan of of that 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 franchise that 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 company anyway. But but anyway, I think we got to be, do better than sandwiches. We we gotta we gotta get them. I don't know something.
1: Yeah, I, I don't what know what. Think, uh, what's parking big chairs? Difference? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like that. Yeah, some Tommy Bahama chairs and an umbrella, or you know something. Um. you know uh, what,
0: you know, Oh my God, here's what they should get them. They should all get them. Oilers replica helmets. So they can, (laughs) they can remain. They could keep those Oilers um, helmets and wear them all the time. Not just as a third Jersey, every one or two times wear those things all the time. And I know, and they did a nice job trolling uh, the, uh, when they play the Texans, they wore those (laughs) Houston things. That's, that's a that's a nice troll job there it's like yeah uh we moved we used to be uh we used to be in houston we moved and now we're playing houston so we're gonna play that we're gonna use that helmet of uh the of the team that we ran away from
1: yeah that was a little ballsy because honestly I, I still think that if anyone gets to wear the powder blues it should be the texans i mean it, you know you left I mean, yeah it's... That's because the way I see it is you don't see the Ravens wearing Browns stuff. They <laughs> That's true. Wearing, That's they're true. not wearing Colts stuff. They're wearing Ravens, you know? So, um, yeah, I just found it yeah, a, a, a
0: A Browns fan said, uh, you know, after, after the, the Steelers game, they said, Hey, good job beating the Ravens. We hate, we hate them. I was like, that's like, listen, we hate the Ravens, but you Browns fans, you have a whole level of it. They literally took your team. So you have a whole other level of hate for those people. So yeah, go, you go good. Good for you.
1: Yeah. My, my, uh, one of my counterparts, he works down in, uh, down in Baltimore, he's Ravens season ticket holder. And he said that yeah, they'll the Browns fans will come there. The the chant that they always get going is Art Modell can go to hell. I mean, they still are doing it. Art Modell died. What I don't know how many years ago. Art Modell go to hell. They hate Art Modell. <laughs> they may hate I, Art Modell. I uh, I I, I
0: hated the Browns with a passion. But when their team, when, when they when they took away their team, that was man. That's 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 just the worst thing that could. Like you just feel so bad. You it's know, you lost your game. team.
1: It's never been the same since. I really, since that happened, I I feel like you and I or our dads or our grandfathers, there's still that. But I think you and I and behind us, it's Ravens first brown second and nobody gives a shit about the to
0: Braves. me the ravens are the real browns that's the thing that's why we still have that hatred yeah, yeah. you can put yeah. on some purple uniforms but
1: you're you're actually
0: the browns and
1: still the Browns, man you know yeah. and, 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 and yeah. the current browns
0: they have a jackass of an owner that does jackass things. That seems to be the trend now, you know. At least at least the Browns Stoner didn't throw drinks on people. I guess let's let's applaud him for that. No, that's
1: How that's, could the, yeah. I bet you David Tepper sitting there thinking, "Well, let's see. We 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 gave up our first round pick. We have no first round pick this year, and we would have had it if we would have kept it." Uh, the Texans got CJ Stroud who set rookie records as a QB. Oh, and they're in the playoffs and we won two damn games. And, I mean, and the and, and be- the
0: organization is a complete disaster, oh, all because of the jackass owner. Yeah, D- you know, money don't buy you class, bro. And the funny thing is, the the owner of the the Browns is Haslam, was a minority minority owner of the Steelers. The, the, yep. the owner of the of Carolina Tepper was a minority owner of the Steelers. Have you learned nothing about a franchise? Why do you say, oh, well, Steelers yeah. do a lot of good things with stability, and uh, they do a lot of good things.
1: I think I'll do the exact opposite. My goodness. It doesn't mean much for anything, but it's funny. I have, and, and I, my son loves them, but I, I have the NFL helmets on my desk, and I always range them week to week on a standing. So to me, it's like I have a standings board right in front of me. And to my left is the NFC South the NFC East. And, and these two teams right here have been, you know, on the very bottom – the entire year well there's a big reason for that their owners suck uh, i don't know if anyone's been worse than the, you can say i don't know if anyone's been worse than washington redskins commanders whatever but the carolina panthers you know um arizona's right there too right live la, the latin so it goes from last to first with my chest out and the panthers and the washington have basically been there the entire season um it's just... We'll, we'll see. Know.
0: We'll see with Washington because they just changed owners. And he can't be worse yeah, than a the previous then, owner because Dan Snyder isn't, was the worst owner. He was the worst owner. He was cutting levels of bad.
1: Not so only was he... They fired their coach, and I, I just don't know if that was really the, back to the same old crap. I, I don't know. Maybe they feel like maybe Dan Snyder brought him in, so they wanted to cut all the ties from that. Yeah. That. I, don't, yeah I don't know.
0: It's, it's like, you're you're his guy. I want my own guy. Right. And now you know they're 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 something like... You know they're going to do something like it, Jim Harbaugh or something like that, or some some you know, or Bill Belichick or some 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 silly thing like that. I think it's funny that the Raiders, um, keep screwing up. And all all Mark Davis has done to earn being an owner is being the offspring of Al Davis. Good (laughs) job, good job winning the genetic lottery, bro. First of all, get a haircut. Second of all. They actually they've, oh, they 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 had they, they throw millions of dollars at that Josh McDaniels who is one of the biggest idiots. he's Matt Canada levels of stupid. And they, yep. they, he was a horrible person, a horrible coach. They get rid of him, and they, they have this interim coach, Antonio Pierce. And they actually had a winning record with this dude, with that roster. And you yeah. know, you know Mark Davis is going to fire that guy and bring in some other idiots
1: and, th- and screw
0: it all up again.
1: They were showing that Sunday, Joe. He went over to the crowd. He was like almost crowd surfing. I mean, they were going nuts like the entire, whoever was left shifted to that south end of that end zone, and they were chanting his name. I mean, somehow Devontae Adams had another four years in a row now of over 100 catches with, with, you know, nothing throwing to him. Um, You're right. Uh, That's just the kind of thing I would not be surprised at all if he's cut or Fired this week.
0: The team loves crazy. him, and they play hard for him. It's not that it's not This isn't shouldn't be right. that difficult. Just right. hire the guy. That's all. Get some good coordinators. It's that simple, you dummy. And get a haircut.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there. Get, get a
0: haircut.
1: Go but, to, play Clips. to the point where we talk about Tomlin, right? Because I guarantee you this: if if the Steelers do lose Sunday and they fire Tomlin Monday. One of those three teams, right there. Tomlin will have a contract on his desk four o'clock that afternoon. Go ahead. I mean, go yeah. ahead.
0: That's fine. Go ahead. That's
1: fine. And, you know that
0: that's always the thing you say. He's like, well, if he if they if they lost uh, Tomlin, he'd find somewhere else. Yeah. Fine. No crap. <laughs> We're not saying he's a bad coach, he right. is a good coach, he's done he does great things, but it is the same thing. We're in quicksand with the dude, it's the same cycle. You know, I made a thing, I, I made a thing that's like um, you know, you have high hopes in the preseason, and then something screws it up, and then Tomlin rall- rallies them and you know toward the end of the year, toward a nine and eight, and ten and seven record, and we do the same thing over and over and over again. It's just the yep. same cycle that we're just stuck in the middle so
1: fine
0: maybe it's best for everyone i I, i'm hearing rumors it's like well tomlin is thinking of taking a a, a break from coaching that's fine that's fine bro you've been doing this for 17 years take a break that's fine go he would be an amazing commentator because he wouldn't (laughs) hopefully he doesn't use those stupid (laughs) phrases like like what what do you think about this 49ers matchup? Well, I need to paint the bar in red. No,
1: no, 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 no. You
0: actually have to use actual analysis, bro. I don't want your to little...
1: on the flames. You're
0: not, <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not uh you're not talking to you know Mark Caboli. You're you're actually talking to the you know actual people, so you have to use analysis. You, you know who's actually I enjoyed the hell out of um it was it was uh Bill Cower, JJ Watt. Nate Burleson and I forget who the other who the other guy was with uh, with James Brown and they were just talking for half an hour just like everything going on it was a wonderful awesome discussion Cower still has a great deal of knowledge you know he brings that coach's perspective um, JJ Watt is great you know he brings that recent player perspective Nate Burleson's really good that was just great football talk I i could I'm, I'm so happy for Cower because he did it he, you know he 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 left he retired early and he he went from a very tough coaching job to a very cushy easy broadcasting job and he's actually good at it
1: yeah and i i wouldn't i don't think anything ever came out but i know there were rumors there for the first couple years after he retired i i almost guarantee you there were some nfl teams that threw a lot of money at him to come out oh, and yeah. to come back. But i guarantee it but, and, you know and they kept that quiet he just didn't do it or did not ask whatever but yeah um And so that really comes down to this Sunday, right? I mean, which Mike Tomlin are we going to see? He will get the most out of those players. And in that situation, that's what you need to beat this team. And we'll see, Joe.
0: We will see. We will see if they can pull off the upsets. We will see. We will say, and, and you know, those deep playoff runs were so much fun. It it just it just engulfs the whole city, like you yep. said. We make songs about it. We write shirts. We do. We all yeah. get involved. Riley cookies, yeah. Smiley cookies, sheet cakes from Giant Eagle. Remember, the bust had his own cake. It's, it's, all, <laughs> we, we're, we're all engulfed in it. And it's such a wonderful thing when your team goes on a deep playoff run. Remember those Penguins deep playoff runs? They were so much fun. That's what sports is all about. And hopefully we get to experience that again.
1: Yeah, man. We need someone carrying some peanut butter. We haven't had a Pittsburgh player on a jar of peanut butter in a while, man. I'm, I'm missing my fix. Yogger. Yogger. Yes. Good I butter. still, I, I'm, you
0: know, someday I'm gonna open this up because this is still full of peanut butter from 1998.
1: When we moved up here, I had, uh, I found a Mario bun on eBay. <laughs> <But it's sitting laughs> there and I, it was, it was, it was, was starting to, right you know, yeah, it was starting to rank pretty bad, man. I'm like, ah, well, that, that was uh, a
0: very delicious thing. I got yeah. a. um, This is still full of Coca Cola. Um, <laughs> is that the one from?
1: 93 or 96 this is, this is
0: 1991 92 so this is yes. basically 35 years old and it there's oh crap i just shook it up that's all i need <laughs> is just to explode 35 year old coca-cola everywhere that would i
1: would right that it's would... gonna be like bunsen and beaker's lab here in about five seconds right <laughs> all right this is right, awesome Joe. thank you let's yes, let's sir. hope for the best thank <laughs> we'll you see here you. we go